open to the age of divine enlightenment and let Kathy provide you with the tools of knowledge you need to awaken spiritually. That's the Quantum Leap Show. Let light unite every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on Revolution Radio Studio B. Enter into a world unseen on Raven Star's Witching Hour. You will encounter eclectic topics from the realm of spirit brought into our matrix of truth. With your host, the Solaris Blue Raven. Solaris will bring you an array of unique guests covering topics from ghostly spirits to amazing anomalies, covert technology, UFOs, and shadowy global events. And that's right here at Revolution Radio FreedomSlips.com, Saturdays, midnight till 2 a.m. Eastern Time. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. Let the magic rise. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host... Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to a brand new episode of the new year at Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. This is Adventures into Reality. My co-host Kathy Ma is in Hong Kong right now doing the background of an incredible video with the world's highest feng shui master, the most recognized feng shui master in Hong Kong. So you will be getting a, a sample of what that is going on here in the next couple weeks. So we have a little bit of business here. Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com is 100% listener-supported station. That it means there is no corporate controls, no corporate contracts, no corporate anything. It is individual hosts, 92-plus, that have come together in this non-corporate process to bring a form of truth together. So if you have some extra money, stop on by the site support, drop in, drop in five, ten, ten bucks. You can look on the sidebar of the chat room where it tells you each month how much they've collected. So this is that month that everyone can come together and support this corporate free station. Thanks a lot, everyone. On a side note, my, my another one of my co-hosts, Natalie, has had a skiing accident and she has a, a bit of a neck injury. So we'd like to send some love and healing out to her. I know she's listening as she's trying to get a drive back from Canada here to the United States with a, a neck in a tough scenario. So thank you, everyone, that has uh, given us all the love and support that's out there. So this radio show is about healing. It is about the process of understanding. We are going to be taking calls here in just a little bit, so everyone just hold on. I will be taking calls, but there's some things that I want to address this new year. 2015 was an incredibly hard year for a lot of people. If you didn't find time to do self-clearing and self-healing, the end of the year sucked greatly for you because the energies at the end of 2015 were so dense, so harsh that people lost their way into their own selves. 
And this new year is about finding your own way on your own individual journey with your own healing process a part of you. You must be able to let go of the world and the propaganda that you hear, as well as some of those people that are taking up time, 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 your instant gratification time, when you should be connecting to yourself, the wisdom of your own being, growing in your own self, getting out there in the nature, getting out there in the city, meeting people, no longer being a hermit. That is what 2016 is going to represent for those people that want to make true change in this world. Letting go of the hermit, leaving your home, visiting people, dealing with the dense energies, using your own spiritual hygiene to make sure that those dense energies don't stick so you can continue to go out into the communities and create unity through your own actions. This is not the time for inaction. 2015 was the inaction time, and everything weighed up until finally the end of 2015, there was this big bubble burst of nothing happening. 2016, nothing else is going to happen but at the individual layer of connecting to the individual beings, understanding that our seven future generations are waiting for us to manifest them in the now, not necessarily as children, but the greatest ideas, the greatest inspirations, so that those future generations coming in have all of the tools built into our society so we are no longer slave children stamped with the foot at the birth of our, at the life of our birth. Everybody out there has a chance, a choice, and an opportunity to see self-healing, self-nurturing, and self-respect for what it is. It is your time to heal. It is your time to expand. If there are people in your environment that do not let you heal and do not let you expand, ask why they're there. Ask yourself the deepest questions. Why am I expending love on this being who's not recycling the gifts of life? Why am I doing this for this individual being? Is there love there? Is there a child there? Is there a relationship there that's too easy to let go of or too hard to let go of? This is the chance for personal sovereignty, personal freedom, and it requires the self-healing and self-respect of the inner being to know that their alone self-journey is shared with other people, but is a choice of sharing. Are those people equally healing you and you equally healing them? Are you exchanging your gifts of life? Are you exchanging laughter, joy, and happiness with each other? Or are you exchanging fear, envy, jealousy, greed, or any of those things that pop up in a relationship? It is your choice to see the facts of your truth. And there are times that we don't want to see our facts of truth. We want to see what we create and what we believe. This year, 2016, if you are creating your false facts, your false truths, and you know it, it's going to backfire on you on the greatest of scales. By June, March, the amount of energy that's going to be coming back to you, forcing a change, forcing a look at yourself, is going to be so gigantic that many will go back to sleep. Back to sleep during an election year. Back to sleep during the fear of martial law, which will never happen. The fear of a president getting elected and no one's prophecies coming true. Andrew Bishagio saying he's going to be president in 2016. Pigs fly will that, when that happens. And if you don't like it, tough luck. That's my view, my truth. But right now, we as individual people in the individual moment have to make the hardest choices of all. Who we're going to let into our life, who we're going to grow with, who we're going to have fun with, who we're going to love. 
And who was all those people going to do all those things in return in equal co-creation? 2016 is the year where you add up all those relations and find up, are they in equal co-creation? Are they in entropy, constantly keeping people at the certain level of life existence? Tough choice. But for those out there that want to see change in our world, let go of the hermit. Let go of the, the internet and all of the information that's there just for a few days this year, for a few weeks this year. You can always come back to it like a friend that's never left you. Don't let the density of information affect you. Find the light stuff that brings you smiles and joys because this year is the year of polarization, the highest levels extremes between zealots screaming at the top of their lungs on the radio shows and TV and internet, interweb nets and blogs saying their way is the only way. And in fact, everyone's way is the way. Whether it's true or false really makes no difference. It's about the experience you're getting through that process. So I'm going to be taking calls here in just a minute here. So if everybody who is going to be taking a call wants to take a call, just one second, let me pop in here. So the call-in number for Studio A, in just a second, because I wasn't set up here. Live radio, you know how it goes. Just a second here. The live radio call-in number, so if you want to have a conversation with me and you'd like to talk, let's say, about the webinar I had yesterday with Douglas Dietrich, Laura Lee Solomon, and Peter Moom, 347-688-2902. So everyone that would like to call, if you've called in the previous week or the week before, please give other people a chance to call in. Right away, there's quite a few people that are constantly on redial, and that's okay. That's the nature of a radio station. Please turn off your radios. There is a delay on the station, so you will hear me call your beginning of your phone number, and then we will go from that. So let's go ahead and take in the first caller when we get a chance. Okay, so... Revolution Radio at Frida Slips. Okay, so call in now at 347-688-2902. And uh, producer will bring you into the radio show. Oh, there we go. First caller, 541, your name and where you're calling from? 541, can you turn off your radio? webinar I had yesterday with Douglas Dietrich, Laura Lee Solomon, and Peter Moon, 347-688-2902. So everyone that would like to call, if you've called in the previous week, the week before, please, other people have a chance to call us. 541, can you mute your radio, please? I'm sorry? Your name and where you're calling Hello? from, 541? Yes. Yeah. My call-in number is yeah. 541. Your name and where you're calling from? It's Karen, T-A-R-Y-N. Hi, Taryn. We're, we're, we're... Hi. How are you doing today? What kind of questions do you want to ask? Wow. Hmm. <laughs> I got in so quick I wasn't expecting to. <laughs> you got some fast <laughs> fingers. There you go. <laughs> I know. So, okay. So, I kind of found you by, I don't know, by fate, <laughs> destiny, and I started doing the soul revocations. And 
just, I started having incredible visions. And so density keeps coming up with me, this word. So I guess really that's the question. What, what do I do with this information that I'm receiving? And, and, uh, I don't know. I, 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 the visions that I'm having are very, very vivid and beautiful. Um, let's let's, let's I, talk about let's talk about them because many many people have used the contract revocations and have had some personal intense mystical experiences. So, which one did you read, and and how did it? How did this little experience begin for you? So, <clears throat> I first did the. Um, I did the Divine Feminine, mm-hmm. and when I did it, I had, like, waves of just, like, all these emotions come up, mm-hmm. and it was really intense, and as I got to the end, I felt so calm and just light. Um, it was beautiful, so I started reading the other ones, too, mm-hmm. but... I keep being drawn to the divine feminine. Yes, so I read it all the time. Right. Near the end of it, it you, you become God, goddess, incarnate in your own sovereign free will. Yes. And yes. about the, the cleanliness and the new forms of cleanliness that the divine feminine revocation is about. Right. So these visions began as, did you complete all of the revocations or was it right after the divine feminine? It was right after the Divine Feminine. So was it a dream or literally right after you read it? No, it was during meditation. Okay, so, so what, I've seen, what did you experience in the meditation? What I see is that um, it's reflective pyramid. And I saw them originally um, a couple of years ago. And I was taking a bunch of math classes, and I saw two pyramids, one on the planet and one in space. And I saw numbers moving through the pyramids very um, clearly, um, interdimensionally. And at the time, I didn't understand what they meant. I thought maybe there was some kind of new math that was coming in. And so fast forward now, I started doing the revocations and I saw my pyramids again. But I didn't just see the pyramids, I saw them with, um, it looked like DNA, um, connecting the two pyramids together. And I see the chakra system within the DNA. And so I saw this, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then I saw myself standing on top of the pyramids, holding babies. And I had two babies in each arm, and there was a baby sitting on, there were babies sitting on top of the pyramid next to me. And then there was a, a, a male figure in the shadow. And there was incredible bright light. Um, surrounding me and the babies. And then there were gold coins falling from the top of the pyramid. 
on to Beautiful. all of us. Beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. What and I that? was like, wow, I, I can't hold all of this. I have to allow some of this to fall over into the future, is what I'm thinking. Because it was the future. The two yeah. babies represent the seven future generations. And when you said about new math, the new babies that are coming in are using a brand new form of spiritual math to create a form of contracts that have nothing to do with our old Akarmic's way of creating contracts. Um, a few weeks ago, I described how a whole new set of beings are coming in. And literally what you are experiencing is the divinity beings who are being birthed now. And that was shared with you in the pyramid format to show you as above, so below. And that the golden coins, 702, you need to mute, you need to, to mute 702. The golden coins that are coming down are telling you that there's a great amount of abundance coming to you. If you can take some time in your personal meditations to connect deeper with the pyramids, deeper with the two individual children who are essentially going to be your guides into the seven future generations, you are going to be a medium to the children that are not yet born so you can help craft this world to have things that they will need before they are even born. That, that makes a lot of sense. I actually get... I've, predicted quite a few people that I know just before they're pregnant, I've said to them, you need to get busy because I see this child coming to you. Yes. And <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. 702, 702, you have to mute your radio or we're going to have to have to hang up on you. We're getting a lot of echo from you. So the babies that are coming in, have you ever thought about being a midwife? No. That would be something that would be very, very good for you to begin to look into because a medium for children yet born, you would be perfect in dealing with women who are, who are having issues with fertility, not having children, counseling them. Um, it's not a form of channeling. You've got to realize that the babies would literally come right into your heart, so you're not channeling right. an external source. So right, right. connecting to the baby spirits is quite easy. It's about translating what they want so the individual being understands or translating right. it for a bigger audience. I think the baby right. on your left shoulder represents your female side, the female women that are going to be born and by the age three or four are going to have like a mind of a 30 or 40-year-old. And the, ma and the male child on your right, right shoulder coming in is going to be representing, you know, the lack of war, no need for war in, in the male children and letting that energy go. And I think wow. you're going to have some amazing meditations where if you can record some of them, like speaking it out loud, the meditation, so that you can hear it afterward and transcribe the words into some form of, not necessarily book, short paper that you can begin to share on a blog, and if it's a good volume of material, share it with the world because the seven future generations are, are with you now helping you craft what the world needs so that they can exist in a bigger frame. Wow. So what about the male energy that was shadowed in the background? Uh, the male energy that's shadowed in the background is what has kept you away from seeing this vision since the beginning of your life. You know that, right? We all yeah. have a shadow. 
And that's the shadow inside us that doesn't want to heal, that doesn't want to deal with a chronic pain, that wants someone else to heal us or to make us feel better when we're depressed, when it really takes ourselves that power to do. We've all had moments of depression, regression, or obsession, and, and just like you've had those in your life, it's saying yeah. confront those with, a, with the healer in mind and use the power of the children so that they can give you wisdom on your healing. They are your healing guides for yourself as well as the healing guides for the seven future generations. Begin to make friends with them. Ask them for suggestions of how you can heal some of your old transgressions to yourself. And then that shadow will no longer be a shadow. You will see it as a male and a female being simultaneously existing. It is the, the intertwinement of the male and the female baby representing that the seven future generations will not be limited to the two sexes. There will be a third, fourth, and fifth sex within a few hundred years of our population's growth. Wow, that's amazing. So I was actually about to begin a journey on... Um, I was about to put my doctorate in natural medicine um, through, it's called Quantum University. And what I wanted to focus on was vibrational healing through the voice. And Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And so I think, uh, that, go ahead. I think it would be a good idea for you to take a, a secondary focus on childbirth with that healing healing path that you have. Okay, I think that's a good idea. He healing the traumas after the birth. Many, many women have postpartum that goes for years. Years. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you felt, felt it yourself. And knowing it yeah. deep inside can assist other people because the, the healing technique you lead of going into the void is tremendously healing if people do it. Yeah, well, and that, that's what I want to focus on is actually having you heal yourself through the sound of your own voice, having it echoed back to you. That's right. That's the nature of the contract revocations. Your out loud voice is that healer. It's what defines the boundaries to create sacred space. So the fullness of you can contemplate the problems and issues internally and not seek external sources for the emanation equation. Yeah. Well, I, I was very drawn to call last week, and I was sad. <laughs> the spirit told me to call, and and you weren't on the air last week, and I thought, oh, man. And I just happened to, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I better get on. And I just started <laughs> dialing the number. So, um. Yeah. La last week I, I had a, an, an event the night before, and uh, I lost my voice, so all I could do was squeak when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> so it would have been two hours of eat, 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 me going squeaky, squeaky. Yeah, yeah I understand. So, I, I, you know, everything... But look at you, the first time. caller the next week. I know. I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Are you serious? I got on? Wait. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm really grateful for all that you're doing. Um, the soul revocations, I think, are just so beautiful. And they're so well written. And they make you feel just so good and powerful. And, um, and I, I can't thank you enough for them. I, I love them. Thank you for reading them. Thank you for having your personal experience on them. And thank you for sharing. Because there's a lot of other people out there, if they do take the time to read some of these contract revocations, they are written in a form that will trigger a mystical experience of self-connection with your own self-created boundaries so you can be protected in yourself 
to hear yourself, see yourself, feel yeah. yourself once again without the fear being projected at you. Yeah. Well, and then the, you also have one that is not on there um, that I would love to read more is the, the one that you actually do with the fire. Because I have been doing work with the fire and reading some of them um, to release old trauma. So I would love to see that. Well, what you can do is send an email to Tanach, T-E-N-O-C-H, at galactichistorian.com and ask him for some of the other contract revocations. Or you can just subscribe to the email list, and there's a whole bunch of other ones that are, that are included in there, too. Yeah, because there's one that you have that you um, acknowledge the, the elementals and, and different things. So I would love to do that. <laughs> Very cool. I have got to move on to. I've got to move on thank to the you. next the next caller. This has been fabulous. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. The next caller is going to be seven o two. Are you there? Seven o two. Are you there? Going once. Seven o two. Going twice. Seven o two. Seven o two. Going thrice. Why don't we move on to the next caller? 609, are you there? Area code 609, are you there? I heard you before rattling around. <laughs> 609, are you there? Yes. Hey, your name and where you're calling from? Um, this is Makiko from um, New York, I mean, New Jersey. New Jersey. All right, we're going to yes. be having a break in just about two minutes. So if you hear the music, hold on to the hold on to the line, and we'll take you afterwards. So Wonderful. did you did you hear the webinar yesterday? I I listened. You want to talk about time traveler? Whatever you want. Right, that's the music. <laughs> hold on, Nikiko. We'll be right back to you after the break. Okay. Wonderful. didn't get any. Thank you. Your account has been charged. Your balance is zero. Please what? come back when you can afford oh, to make no, a purchase. No. I'm sorry you're having come trouble. Come on. I'm My sorry you're starving. Thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio. 
here at Revolution Radio, we believe in freedom of ideas, freedom of speech, but above all, we believe in freedom of existence through self-reliance. This station is 100% listener-supported, and as a fundraising promotion, I have a kick-ass free gift for a $100 donation. 35,000 seeds. 25 years in the freezer. Long-term storable, 54 different varieties. So, if food prices go crazy... It hits the fan, or if you just want to save tons of money every year by creating your own food like I do, grab our seed pack special. Just look for the banner on the homepage at freedomslips.com. Don't be a statistic. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. We need as humans to start taking care of ourselves and not depending on the megacorps to provide unhealthy, nasty food. Included in this package is also a DVD with 900 survival and off-grid living documents and the offline home canning how to do everything website all on the DVD. So when you're growing all that food, you know how to can it, store it, preserve it, etc. with all these documents. So thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at freedomsubs.com. I hope that you will pick up this package and start learning to be free. Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, where information never sleeps and freedom is one seed that needs to be planted. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host... And welcome back, everyone. Makiko, Makiko, are you there? Yes. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Great. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Yes, you've made it through. So what do you want to talk about today? Okay. So I know you mentioned time traveler. Hmm? Um, One of the reasons I could not listen because I don't want to identify myself as one of them. Um, and because I have a, I remember I was on one of those platforms and meeting with one of my past lovers. Okay. So then what did you yeah. want to talk about today? <laughs> uh, do you mind expanding the uh, divinity path and divinity um, further? And if you have any contract evocation for that, I would love to hear from you. Okay. So a divinity path is a, is a soul that has set them on the, themselves on the mystical experience of living as a human being as a multifunctional, multidimensional photonic being of light who ultimately knows at birth that the physical body is not the only way of experiencing this world. They understand the fundamentals of shape-shifting in the mind and in the soul. They understand the fundamentals of remote viewing coming in at birth. And the challenge for a divinity path soul is to realize that, to realize themselves as the God realized internally and not externally. So the divinity path has 17 spokes to it. 
each one is a different spoke in a universe. So once you've completed the 17 paths of divinity, you come here to Earth. And you, have, you make a choice. Do you go on to the 18th path, which is creating a brand new spoke, or, a brand, or you become one of the first beings of a new universe, or you go off into this universe and create your own planet, or you continue as an individual being on the divinity path, trying to assist other beings who are in divinity birthing. So divinity birthing is an individual being generally of a feminine stature, but there are other worlds out there that do not use just masculine and feminine. They have three, four, and five, five types of sexes that have different forms of birthing. Divinity path birthers do what's called direct incarnation birthing, meaning a soul from another world will never need to travel via spaceship or external travel. It can directly go from its home world into the womb of a sacred divinity path birther who has created particular contracts with a planet or a planetary celestial mind or group of celestial minds to bring in a new immigration pattern of souls so some form of change can happen on the surface of a world that is in inaction or in entropy. So you were asking about contract revocations for them? Yeah, well, because um, the thing is that I do not, uh, sometimes I catch myself, but sometimes I don't. I, uh, why um, couldn't be more freely be able to access to all the other selves? Because you live in the world of the now, where to get access to your other selves is an understanding of the self-responsibility of healing them. Because the other aspects of self that are going to come forward to a, a divinity path birther or the divinity path being is the self-healing of the other parts of yourself who weren't divinity path. The whole point of being on a divinity path being is so all other versions of yourself can be simultaneously the divinity path being. So it is oh, a path okay. of the self-healer where we must confront some of our internal issues that may have came from birth. So for anyone that's on that divinity path, the divinity path birth or past life regression so that you are put into some form of hypnotic state and you with your own voice can begin to bring up some of the other issues and other lifetimes. Like for you, you've had tremendous amount of lifetimes where your, your chest cavity was greatly injured, whether it was from war or car accidents or heartbreak. And this made it very, very tough for you to feel some of the finer things of the divinity path mystical experience, which is the love of earth that's subtly, subtly everywhere in our existence. Divinity path beings can instantly connect to it, become powerful shamans, powerful wizards and healers and powerful warlocks if they choose that process. But it's about how the heart inside you connects to the heart of the earth. You are the baby of earth. And you hear the heartbeat of the earth, just like a baby in the womb hears the heartbeat of the mother. So yes, connecting to I the do. heartbeat, yeah, connecting to the heartbeat of the earth is one of those meditation processes and life living processes that you should begin to incorporate. So the subtle feelings of the earth become part of your perceptions. Once well, they I do feel that I do feel um, exactly how he she feel, and I see, I feel how how changing. Well, mm -hmm. she changed already. Um, but how can I, I do not feel that source that which I'm trying to connect more. Well, then this is where you've got to kind of divide up your meditations. So okay. one meditation is designed where you are going to focus on the North Pole, the place of the seven previous ancestors. 
those that have agreed that they're not going to be reborn in, into life, that they're going to stay as teacher spirits. And you have lived many lifetimes with many of those teacher spirits. So by connecting to them, you will put into your divinity path the resolution of healing for yourself and the seven previous generations. And this is not something that's going to weigh you down like, like, like you know, weights on your shoulder. It is, it is just something that's within your perception that the subtle connection to earth is always going to be healing the seven previous generations of earth. The next meditation is focusing on the south pole where the seven future generations exist. This is how our astral worlds are split into two different forms, the seven previous generations in the north and the seven future generations in the south. So make a clear delineation. One day it's the north, one day it's the south, so on and so forth. In the south is where you have got to project your mind in a state of creative imagery where you're literally on the tip of the south pole, miles above above the, the ice, in the, the lightest of air. That is where the astral cities of the seven future generations begin. And this is where you want to begin a process of what I call heraldry, where you introduce yourself to the seven future generations. And you are not opening a portal, but you are creating a frequency that is one-way introduction. And then the second, third, and fourth meditations is where you, you want to open a small little portal so that the future generations can begin and come and share wisdom with you, what it is that they want to see in the world. So you can begin translating and putting on paper what the seven future generations feel the world should be like, what type of changes the individual beings of the now can make. Ah, uh, that's why I'm getting those messages. Yes, that's why you're getting the messages. Okay, I was like, where are those things coming from? And they keep telling me to write. Mm-hmm. I think I that there have been many lifetimes in the past where you were a writer, and that as you decide to to go deeper into that skill, you'll discover that you're very good at it and that the wisdom that's coming in from the ancestors of the past and the ancestors of the future make a moment of now reference because only the beings of the now can live in the now. The seven generations of the past don't live in the now and the seven generations of the future don't live in the now. But when you choose to connect to them through these portal meditation contexts, in the moment of now, you are writing and giving them ancient future now or ancient past now presence so that they can co-create with you words that assist the seven generations of the past and the future to simultaneously exist with us at the unseen layer without restrictions or limitations created by the system of domination and control. And you, is this why I'm going so many places, so many beings come to me? Yep, absolutely. And there's going to be a lot more coming as you, as you take this meditation of the North and the South a little bit more concrete, serious. Uh, so some of the beings are scares me, but, but I don't understand why. Um, um, they are telling me that I'm anchoring their ship or ships, whatever. And I don't understand how I'm going to... Um, um, is it something I could do to be aware so I am more aware uh, during sleep, I guess? Yes. Before you go to sleep, there is a mantra that you, you'll have to create, and it'll go something like this. I am this ever-present co-creative moment of now. Before I enter the great sleep and connect to my dreaming body, give instructions to all of my light bodies experiencing the seven colors of time. 
as I fall into the deep sleep and connect to the Earth Mother's dream time, the only portal I create is to my seven future generations and my seven past generations, so I may have ancestral visitations and understandings. All other beings who are not in my direct DNA lineage, not within my soul family DNA lineage, and not within my expression of truth and love shall not have access to this portal. This is solely for me and the infinite beings in equal co-creation with here on this earth. I make this choice before I enter the great sleep. So my dreaming body, the vehicle that helps me transverse the multiverse of expressions, understands where I am going, what I am doing, and that I am here to share this experience inside my dreaming body. So I may remember it fully when I wake up the next morning. And those first 10 minutes of the morning, I will choose to solidify in my memories the dreams that I have heard and understood through this golden door of protection I've created for myself. Oh my God, thank you. This is powerful. Andrew, I, I, may already, I could have already made a one mistake. Okay. So I, well, I, got a, I got a little question for you. Have you changed yes. your diet where you're not eating meat anymore? Oh my God, yes. How do you know? Uh, I'm psychic. <laughs> you, it was you, it you, was it raw because I'm completely changed. I'm yeah. I, I, unfortunately, you still need to eat some meat. Your body's not let go of it fully. Oh, now, God. I generally tell people a raw diet is great for them, but there yes. are times that the body just needs it, and you got to yes. not beat yourself up if you decide to eat a burger or a little piece of steak or some fish or something. Uh, do you think I'm very flabby? <laughs> I'm very weak now. Um, I know. Because you're not eating. Yeah, you need to change your diet once again. And understand I don't want to eat meat. <laughs> I know, but unfortunately, your, your, your spiritual experience is going to become very negative if you don't. Really? Yeah. And in, once in, again... Even a, yeah, even a beef? Do I have to eat beef? No, it, it's, it's it going to come down to a personal choice that... Unfortunately, when you're eating raw, it's very hard to get the right amount of protein so your body can create muscle. And when you're going through the spiritual creation process, such as what you're on, you have to have that protein. Um, whether it's a whey protein, an egg protein, you need to start adding protein to your diet. Otherwise, this experience will turn negative on you. I have seen no. it dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Oh my God, and I'm actually shaking right now while you're speaking. My entire body is reacting. The reason I'm you're shaking. shaking, right, because your body knows it's truth. Oh my gosh. Okay, um, there are two being, powerful beings visit me. The one is from the different galaxy, but he wants it to sh uh, want me to share the DNA. Now, um, probably other things are going to happen. Uh, this is not the first time. How do I know what to say? Well, it's not about what you say, it's what you do. You won't be sharing your DNA with any physical or energy being until you have connected back into your body, had the right amount of protein for about four to six months where the muscle starts to get back on and picking up something like yoga, tai chi, or qigong will make your energies much stronger so you'll understand why this individual being is asking to share DNA with you. It's because its species needs your DNA at the light body level so brand new beings, seven future generations can incarnate into it 
because that particular being, its species, is no longer connected to the tree of life. They use technology to, to go beyond that, to become immortal, and they learned in the long term they still need the tree of life. And what they really, really want is a, a, a valuable, healthy you that has muscle on it so that you can make the individual choice when it's the right time to share a sliver of your DNA that that will tr be transferred through your heart space to the heart space of that connecting being and nothing can intercept it and steal it. Mm. And what Gosh. comes back to you is the incredible mystical experience of sharing your DNA that does not cause karmic retribution in you. Uh, that's exactly what I was afraid of. Um, the second being is a one being that a uh, high di higher dimension that I'm having a hard time to connecting. Right. It's because your body doesn't have the power to connect. You are literally short on the fuel the body needs. That's what he told me, but I had no idea. It's something to do with the protein. Wow. Yeah. So this there is, is a, there is a there is a, a, a an all natural protein out there. One second, let me grab it real quick. It's what I use. Okay. It doesn't necessarily taste the best, but it's the best one. It's called Sun Warrior Warrior Brand Raw Vegan Protein, and each scoop has twenty grams of protein in it. So for anyone that's a, a raw food person out there inside your shakes, you can use this stuff to get 20 grams of protein. You're generally going to need 40 grams of protein if you're coming out of the raw vegan stage and you're trying to regain and re-put on muscle. Once again, I, I really want people to be raw food, but there are times in your spiritual growth it is the wrong thing to do. And you are the perfect example that you need protein and muscle on your body so the next state of mystical experiences really settles in and makes a tremendous change within you. Okay. Could you tell me that brand again? Uh, something warrior? Sun warrior. Sun warrior. And then the second word is warrior blend raw vegan protein. Protein. And you can get so, it on Amazon, and there are other versions out there, but it's, it's, a, it's an all-natural vegan protein that you can start adding to your shakes so you can start putting on weight. Um, I know I also it's tough. Received, yeah, yeah, I received a message of, uh, somebody said this was from the universe. I was carrying a big baby. Right. <laughs> Going to the you, bathroom, you need, the bathroom. And, and you need protein for that baby to grow. Wow, this is huge. Andrew, thank you. I may, I hope I, you don't mind. I have a Facebook um, friends who like Andrew Barkis, and then I regularly read uh, contracts and, and respecting you or what you said. But, um, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> not at all, not at all, not at all. So are there any other questions you want to ask? Um, no, I think it's a, uh, uh, what happened to me? Well, um, is this related to why I have so many strange dreams? For example, I am um, giving a birth to egg. Like I, I yeah. I, I, again, you're you're not experiencing the wholeness of the mystical experience. If you had more protein in your body and more energy throughout your system, you would have mm -hmm. a lot more frame of reference. I see. So you will get a second chance and a third chance. It's all about how much weight you can pack on that isn't going to be fat. 
Okay, Andrea. So if you can it's literally like figure out a way to add 15 pounds of muscle to you, whether that's what? going in, Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. That 15 pounds of muscle will give you 50,000 years of experience. Could you tell me why it has to be muscle? Because there is something in your frequency that has made you meek. The word M-E-E-K, something that has taken away your muscular structure, which is directly attached to your spiritual muscles. Oh. Did this purposely happen? Because I might, I, I'm completely changed. Yeah, I know. It, it, is it purposeful? I think it's really just part of the process of changes you've been through so that the body goes through the changes at its pace separate than the soul because the body is the last part of the soul's experience. Okay. Think of it um, as the tailing it? end, the tailing end, and you need to bring the tailing end into the soul. So by giving it more muscle, it can, tra it can be equal in co-creation with the soul. So this is nothing to do with like an implant type of thing? No, no. This is your path, okay. your individual path, and the amount of okay. physical power your body can generate so the spiritual, mystical experience is understood and processed. I got it. No, it makes sense to me, Andrew. My God, thank you so much. Thank you you so are much. so welcome. You have a really, really good day, and I'm glad that you called today. I did too. Thank you, Hi. Andrew. You have a Thanks. good day. Bye. Bye. You Take too. Bye. We're going to move on to the next caller, 702. Are you there today? I'm here. Hey, your name and where you're calling from. Uh, my name is Amanda, and I'm calling from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hello, Amanda from Las Vegas, Nevada. So we might be coming up to a break in about four minutes, so if you do hear the music, just hold on. So what kind of questions do you want to start with? I, I was just curious um, what the year ahead has in store for me and if there's something that I should be looking at or working on. Okay, so and what I, year were you born? In 83. 1983. Let me tune in to you. All right, so the year 2016 for you, what is coming up for you? Um, I'm seeing a tremendous amount of issues with your belly button. H are you in the process of not wanting to have children? Or did something like that children come up recently for you? The question of having another child is always kind of on my mind. I'm on the fence. My husband, he's more or less resolved to not having any more children. And you are a little uh, at odds with that? Uh, kind of. Sometimes I feel like I want another child, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> okay. So this is going to be the year of choice for you. The earlier you make the choice, the easier the year will be. So from my perspective, when I look at you, having another child means tremendous change, but a tremendous amount of love and reconnection to, to being a mother. I'm going to say that this is not the year to have a child. But if it happens, don't, don't worry about it. If it happens, it's synchronicity. So if you make that choice early in this year, the rest of your year's choices are going to be vastly different. Uh, and it's going to be about how much personal effort you want, to in, you want to create for yourself to make a fortress of solitude that is your own place so you can go and begin to have some mystical experiences before you travel later in the year. I do see traveling for you. 
um, this form of traveling isn't tourism as much as it is spiritual experiencing. I see some of your local areas that you'll be able to go to, like Chaco Canyon is a, a few hours, uh, maybe six, seven hours south of you, as well as the different Pueblo canyons, canyons and Pueblo sites that are all over the southwest. Um, those are your initial set of travelings that are going to bring your first sets of mystical experiences. That's if you make the solid choice that you're not going to have children this year. Okay. Okay. So the next thing I see for you is dealing with the leftovers of 2015. It wasn't that 2015 was a terrible year for you. There's just a lot of undealt with cords of energy from former friends, former family members who are no longer connected to you but are still stealing your energy. People that you've taken on as projects who ultimately know are never going to heal themselves. You have to let them go. Okay. 2016 is about you letting go of the beings that are holding you back. And this isn't to say that your husband or anyone else. It's just there are specific people that you've known over the years that are just negative Nancys who are never really going to change. And you need to let them go. You can still be friends with them, but you just can't be spiritually attached to them. So it's a process of giving yourself the time in your fortress of solitude to sever the cords of energy exchange between beings who aren't equally co-creating with you. Okay. Okay, and then the third thing, what is 2016 going to represent to the you that is a seeker? I also see you creating your own business. This may be seem far-fledged, but within your your angel patterns within your guide beings are a number of very powerful business men and business women who have chosen this lifetime after their death in the last 20 years to make sure that you have a very special council of guides when it comes into starting your own business that is meant to leave a legacy for your current children and any future children that you should have so that they have wealth and abundance to grow up with. Wow. You know, I get like full body chills as you're saying that. I, I have heard that before, but I have no idea what direction or, you know, any, you know, what, what sort of business. Nothing even comes to mind. Well, what is it that you do? What did you do before children? What is it that you do now? I work um, in higher education. Okay. I, I do advising at the university. Okay, you do advising at the university. Well, then you know that our, our education at the lower grades is horrible. Yeah. So looking into that concept, it's not that you'd start a new school, but you would make a business plan as a mother and a business person what is the best way for children to truly get educated in this crazy world we have now? Okay. And there are ways to get funding direct for the government. Hmm. You kind of know that at the higher level of education and grants come from everywhere. Yeah, that's true. It's a matter of ta tapping the personalities so you know where to send your grant application to, who to send it to. And to write that business plan with the heartfelt fourth dimensional being that you are now, knowing that it still has to be written by third dimensional hands. Very cool. So something, something then working with like, young, younger kids, you would say. 
Well, it can be any, any, any evolution. The business plan will probably be written at the most basic level to start children out, but there'll be other parts of the business plan that will address, you know, fifth graders, eighth graders, 12th graders, or those people that are in between college and uh, high school and college. There are many, many students who try to graduate a year early. And there is a unique position to grab those students who are the 16-year-olds and 15-year-olds who will graduate when they're 17 and bring them direct into a different type of teaching environment that not is necessarily college and not is necessarily high school, but gives them all of the coping skills they need to be adequate business people. So what other kind of questions? Oh, that is our break. Hold on. We'll come right back to you in about five minutes. Oh, thank you. All right, stay on the line. We'll be right back. Okay. Listen in on Mondays, 8 Eastern Time on Revolution Radio for Journeys with JP. With a variety of guests, each giving their perspective on their journey into the now. Join me and my guests, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Revolution Radio Studio B. will give you those truths when you're mad as hell and not going to take it anymore from that memorable scene in network you'll know just what to do we will draw you in and become your news addiction at event horizons join us monday through friday from 10 a.m to noon eastern time at freedomslips.com at revolution radio our world team members are Dennis Fetcho, John Ilias, David Dunger, Hila Cass, MD, Melanie Richton, Jim Mars, Paula Harris, John Trallo, Maria Payan, Christopher Husser, D-O-D-D-S, Jonathan Orchard, and me, your anchor, Dr. Robin Falco. If uh, you decide not to volunteer, it will not be held against you in any way. Sounds dangerous. It is. Very dangerous. Count me in. That's right here, Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, where information never sleeps. Wadia will remain a dictatorship. Or oh, be quiet. Why are you guys so anti-dictators? 
Imagine if America was a dictatorship. You could let 1% of the people have all the nation's wealth. You could help your rich friends get richer by cutting their taxes and bailing them out when they gamble and lose. You could ignore the needs of the poor for healthcare and education. Your media would appear free, but would secretly be controlled by one person and his family. You could wiretap phones. You could torture foreign prisoners. You could have rigged elections. You could lie about why you go to war. You could fill your prisons with one particular racial group, and no one would complain. You could use the media to scare the people into supporting policies that are against their interests. Tune in Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, for Liberation Nation with Deacon John, where America comes to hear the truth. I know this is hard for you Americans to imagine, but please try. your data safe? Do you have the necessary information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation? Is survival and gardening, off-grid living, medical knowledge, or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns? Do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is? Well, check out our preloaded EMP-proof thumb drive. Over 3 gigs of survival documents and how-tos, plus the USDA offline food preservation website, and much, much more, including a surprise bonus we just can't tell you about here. With plenty of room left over to store your most important documents. Imagine if a megavirus or a computer failure took out your bank, or all the banks for that matter. Are your banking records safe in your hands so when they get things fixed and repaired, you can say, hey, look, this is what I had. You have it. I want it back. Is your personal data safe? Family records, addresses, phone numbers? Well, squeeze on over to freedomslips.com. Yes, that's www.freedomslips.com. Click the banner on the homepage for the EMP proof bullet drive to get the full scoop of everything that we offer. So, folks, keep your data safe for your peace of mind. Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. You don't need to expect us, we're already here. Give me no fries. I got an empty box. Would you like another? Extra big-ass fries. I said I didn't get any. Thank you. Your account has been charged. Your balance is zero. Please what? come back when you can afford oh, to make no, a purchase. No. I'm sorry you're having come trouble. Come on. I'm I'm sorry you're starving. Thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio. Here at Revolution Radio, we believe in freedom of ideas, freedom of speech, but above all, we believe in freedom of existence through self-reliance. This station is 100% listener-supported, and as a fundraising promotion, I have a kick-ass free gift for a $100 donation. 35,000 seeds. 25 years in the freezer. Long-term storable, 54 different varieties. So if food prices go crazy... It hits the fan, or if you just want to save tons of money every year by creating your own food like I do, grab our seed pack special. Just look for the banner on the homepage at freedomslips.com. Don't be a statistic. Don't be part of the problem. 
be part of the solution. We need as humans to start taking care of ourselves and not depending on the megacorps to provide unhealthy, nasty food. Included in this package is also a DVD with 900 survival and off-grid living documents and the offline home canning how to do everything website all on the DVD. So when you're growing all that food, you know how to can it, store it, preserve it, etc. with all these documents. So thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at freedomsofs.com. I hope that you will pick up this package and start learning to be free. Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, where information never sleeps and freedom is one seed that needs to be planted. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. Welcome back, everyone. We are going to be continuing our conversation. Caller, are you there? I'm here. So what other kind of questions did you want to ask today? Um, I was just curious, is there a, like a first step? You know, you, you mentioned you know, starting the business. Is there a first step or something I need to do to kind of... You know, yeah, the, first- the, the first step is understanding that 2015 was, was the year you were supposed to cut cords. And there are certain people that are going to hold you back from being successful. And you got to make a separation of densities of who's going to equally co-create with you or not. So bringing people in that are maybe smart but are dominating is the wrong thing. You need people that are going to equally co-create with you. So okay. that's, that's the first step. That first step also of cutting cords is about staging your house, staging your car, and giving a clear opportunity for yourself that old energies don't have a portal to reconnect to you. So regular spiritual hygiene in the first three months is very important, especially the bathroom that you do your you 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 use every morning. Believe it or not, okay. the bathroom is the most common place places that negative energies wait for us because that's where we flush down our poop. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> doing spiritual hygiene, saging, energy clearing, so on and so forth, regularly on the house. The second thing is you have a bed that you share with your husband, and inevitably those energies get intertwined. So you're going to want to create what I call the four corners of the bed that do allow spiritual protection for you and your husband, but still allow simultaneous individual experience while you're sharing them on the other side. So you're not cutting your husband out in any way, shape, or form. You're just giving yourself the space to have individual private dreams where your husband can still protect you but doesn't have to be exposed to it so you can process some of the things that will be coming up for you in the 2016 year. 
would that be using like crystals or something to protect? Yeah, the crystals bed, are great. And what you essentially would do is you'd grab the four crystals, one for each corner of the bed, and you would read the set, the five contract revocations to them with some form okay. of bravado behind it. Because what this does is give boundaries to the spiritual and energies that are working around the bed. So if one day your husband comes home from work and he's pissed off at his boss but still loves you and has no thing, when you go to sleep, you won't absorb his boss energy. Ah, that makes perfect sense. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so on that first step process is also muscle testing. Have you ever learned that? I've heard of it, but I've never tried it. It's something that's quite easy to learn, and there's all sorts of schools out there, online teaching stuff, which, which are for free out there, or you can go and take one. What muscle testing is learning in a yes and no process of tapping or using your fingers, one and two, that give you yes and no answers when dealing with specific questions about subtle or unconscious energies that are acting upon you. Having that skill set early on in the year will make the rest of the year much easier to trust. Okay. Okay. Giving yourself this in the first three months, four corners of your bed, saging, etc., etc., and the muscle testing will give you a tremendous amount of coping skills when you're going to be dealing with the tremendous personalities who see that what you're creating is going to be a legacy and is going to make money. And then it'll assist you on the process of who needs to be there and who's the wrong personality to bring in. Awesome. Thank you so much. That, that gives me a lot to get started on. Absolutely. Okay, so there's, there's one other thing that I'd like to talk about when it comes to business. So mm -hmm. education is what you know now, but there have been other things in your life, maybe in another iteration of you, where you thought you might have started a business. Think into your memories. Has there ever been another time you wanted to do something else, even if it was a restaurant, a coffee shop, a bookstore? I actually have always wanted to be a teacher. Um, I just, I've kind of fallen in with my, I started, you know, when I started college, I started working at the university, and I've just never left, so. You just never left. Okay. Yeah. I could go out and teach, um, but it's, I've, just, I've been there for like 14 years, and it's just, it's comfortable, I, you know, it's, I like what I do, and but I've okay. always had a passion to teach as well. Okay. So then just, just bring some of those passions forward as you're beginning this process of creating a business plan because the business is already what you know. It's about some okay. of the other things that you want to include into it. Like okay. working more directly with kids, that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Okay. And all that beautiful stuff as, as an educator that you know that the, the colleges and schools are never going to apply. Mm-hmm. So, any other questions you'd like to ask? Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've taken too much of your time. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. We're going to move on to the next caller. Thank you so much. You have a very good day. Next you caller. Too. Heather, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Andrew. Hey, Heather. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you? Very, very good. So, what kind of questions do you want to ask today? You know, I always seem to catch a show at the points in my life when I need some guidance or some direction, kind of, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, let's put it, I know that you 
are really in touch with what we think right when we wake up or like maybe something we're dreaming this morning. Mm -hmm. And for the last three nights, I have had nightmares. I have not slept well. Mm -hmm. And um, as a ghost. Yeah. Is that what it is? Can you tell me about what kind of what I'm experiencing? Um, as a radio host, there are times that I, there are material that I don't present live. Okay. Though I will push it just a little bit because you did call and you are in need. So first thing first, this particular ghost is trying to sexually arouse you in between states of fear. A ghost. Second thing you have to know is you will not know that once you have fear in you, you're going to have sexual arousal based off of fear. This is the ghost game, and it's very ancient. It's probably 300, 350 years old at a time where the sex industry was radically different. And it has individual fantasies that this ghost did when it was alive, which it did with prostitutes. And it is trying to project you to become its spiritual prostitute. And how long is, can you tell me, how long has this been going on? Probably for about six years, and it's been on and off in your frequency. Okay. If you, yeah. if you, if you want me to push it on air, I will. Yeah, just, no, I'm just this wondering, is, is this everyone. something that I invited in or that I caused, or is it No, 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 no. This is something that has individually, specifically targeted you as the soul you are in the DNA you are. It's, it's, it's you're the calf. In the in the herd of in the herd of lambs, it's selected. Okay. And you're a lamb to it, and you, it, to it you have no power. So until you are ready to stand in power and shed off all other predators, this thing is going to continuously be there. Okay. So next yeah. thing, uh-huh. I know that this is radio, but at, at some point you're going to have to confront your individual sexuality lack of individual self-created orgasms so that you can understand what that is on your own frequency separate of something projecting to you to create the orgasmic frequency okay this is a sexual dysfunction demon or ghost okay that makes sense so the next part is creating an individual ceremony where you are going to have a really really big outdoor fire where there's no one there but you and your protected angels that you spend a few hours calling in before the fire is started. Okay. Blessing the wood so that you are in sacred protection so that when that fire begins, you, the Heather Holman, who knows her entire story, begin to tell her story, whether it's in reverse or at that moment, you need to get 65% of your life memories spoken out loud in that sacred protection. What that does is the demon or anything else that it's functioning with you is now going to be greatly expanded and will no longer be able to use this individual niche pin in you to get energy. During that ceremony, you are going to have to use some form of blade to etherically cut cords to any energy that's not an equal co-creation and recycling the gifts of life to you. And it will be hard. Your body will fight back. You'll find yourself running away from the fire, putting water on it. But every time you feel something that's leading you away from the fire, know that it's your parasympathetic body being manipulated by the ghost who is using your own kundalini and sexual energy to manipulate you like a puppet. 
Hmm. So is this some kind something of karma that I was born to? It has nothing to do with karma. It it's is a, a ghost. predator. It's a predator being who has selected you as one of the many lambs to its slaughter. And is that a real person or an actual? It was a real person, and it is connected with other real people because you are not its only feeding source. So it's not the hungry ghost? No. Well, it's hungry, but it, it likes Heather Holman taste as opposed to Italian or European or anything else. Hmm. You're just a spice to it. Okay. It has impersonalized you in every way, shape, and form. And the only way to get free of it is to personalize yourself with your own story in sacred format and then begin to cut cords with it. So you can regain your sexuality to be used as the magician that you are. Ultimately, this is why it's chosen you. You are a lamb who could be a powerful magician in the future if you were ever to reconnect your kundalini that's in your womb, inside your womb, direct to your heart. Mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying. Okay. So the the nightmares, how long has it been going? Uh, uh, the, tell me, I don't, we, we can't Well, I'll it. tell you the reason why is because I was not at home. I was in a, in a strange place. And um, usually my nightmares are every morning, every day of my life. I wake up and it's always my um, grandfather, sometimes with my grandmother. Um, when I was little, I made them promise you know, that when uh, they died that they would visit me in my dreams, but they are nightmares. It's as if they're dead, right. you know. And this, but this is the being using this energy to create the nightmares so that it, when you are in a state of fear, it gets one inch, or one inch closer to your true kundalini energy so it can have you on tap like beer. Yeah. Well, it seems like that, and then, you know, and within 10 minutes of me waking up every day, I have this feeling of separation from... God or, you Reality, know. separation, which is the density of the energy of the being, the actual ghost inside your intestinal tract. Is it a parasite? No, it's a ghost. But after a while, they learn literally how to live in the mucus layer of our intestinal tract. Okay. So this is the next part for you, a major, major, major colon cleansing where you get down to the rawest mucus. And you will not be able to fast this. If you do fasting of no food, you will fail at this and the demon will have even more control. This is where quite literally you have to figure out what can make you poop like you've never pooped before. <laughs> Highest level of colon cleansing so that your intestinal tract is 100% pure, clean, brand new mucus. Colonics are the fastest way of doing it. Otherwise, the old-fashioned method of going and getting those two-week colon cleansing kits or those buster of one-week kits and do it for like three, four, or five weeks. This is 101 of spiritual, of ghost removal, intestinal cleansing, because that's how you're going to get your dream world back. That's how those first 10 minutes of the day will be your true grandmother and grandfather connecting to you through, so that there's no longer the illusion of what the beast is inside you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is this stuff available online of the steps that you told me to take it with the fire? And yeah. So there's a, a, a one that's out there called Renew Life Total Body Cleanse two-week kit, and you can get that pretty much on the internet anywhere. Essentially what you need is anything that says two-week colon cleansing kit. 
Okay, and you're going to need two of them. You're probably going to need to do it a month. If you have the money to do colonics, do colonics in conjunction with the colon cleanse. Three or four colonics will take off 40% of the material you have to expel from your body, which shortens the time and gives you better chances at reconnecting to your dream world. So this is some type of a spirit possession in a way? Again, you are one of the many lambs it's choosing to feel on. It is not possession. It is to consider having full access to you so that it can drain your energy like a battery at whim. Okay. If it needs a beer and you're the next up to give it the beer, you give it the beer because you have no power to stop the energy exchange. This is where the cord-cutting ritual and the telling of your story to the fire in a protected state comes into very high evolution for you. It's where you're going to get your highest forms of spiritual evolution. Well, thank you so much, Andrew. You helped me so much. You always give me, you know, something off, you know, that I would have never thought of. I thank you. You're welcome. There's one more thing I'm going to push into. Have you been finding yourself clumsy lately? Things falling out of your hands, stubbing your toe? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's clumsy driving. Okay, well, clumsy driving, any any of that. Whenever you're feeling the clumsy energy, know that the ghost is subtly acting upon you, and you need to begin out loud words of contract revocation and cord cutting whenever the slightest forms of clumsiness are around you. Okay. Okay, I will do. Okay. You'd really take serious that fire ceremony. I'm talking of fire. I, that- yes, I, I am taking serious. Now, let me ask you this. that Harry Krishna, um, I tend to um, want to chant those mantras and the Harry Krishna Maha Mantra. A lot of times um, I used to want to recite the Lord's Prayer when I was feeling something upon me, you know. So what do you say about what I'm supposed to be verbally I think the old ways are not going to work for you. I think that this demon knows the old ways and knows all the old tools and coping skills that you have. And that if you cannot become unpredictable in the knowledge that you have and how you use it, that this thing has you predicted. So the old ways aren't going to work. You need to create your own based off the knowledge and wisdom that you have in your current memory to create something so random, so unpredictable, that the ghost slash demon doesn't know how to respond to it immediately. And this, I can't um, do, you know, hurtful things to myself, like get become violent with myself or... That's just letting the demon win. Okay, because that's that something puts, that's unpredictable because that's no, not no, something. No, 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 that is predictable. That is the demon energy forcing you to torture yourself so that you store in tortured energy so it can go and feed on it later. Mm. Well, Remember, this thing's 50 steps ahead of you in the chess game of yourself. Yeah. Well, that would seem then that I would need some extra help. No, it is the faith and confidence in yourself to create a massive fire that's going to burn away the dense energies combined with the colon cleansing simultaneously. So when you start that fire, you have already done a third of the colon cleansing. You've, you've been gone crapping up a storm. Okay. And I mean a storm. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha, you, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're funny. 
I, I say this with, with that joke behind it because I know what these things do. I, I encounter this all the time in my private sessions and on on-air sessions that if you are feel yourself in any form of possession, start crapping a storm up. You will take care of 50% of, the, of, it, of its energy right away. That means you've taken half of its chest moves away. That's, um, that's strange. I mean, to me, it sounds like it isn't a type of a parasite, especially if it's in like a mucus kind of form. Um, no, no, no. The only reason that it's in the mucus is to give you instructions like a puppet or a muppet. Mm-hmm. I, I totally, you're on track with that. It just, I always thought it was like nanobugs or something from chemtrails. I thought that that's where it was sourcing. Nope, nope, nope. It it's essentially creates a psychic colony of energy in your mucus tract, and as your mucus grows, it grows. And all it is is the micro portal so which it can reach in and puppet you, which is during your dream sleep. Hmm. That's its current set of chest moves on you, is affecting you while you're dream. And then when you wake up, you have all this energy around you from the dream fear that it's feeding off of in that first 10 minutes. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. I got a lot of work to do. Uh, don't see if it as a lot of work. See it as a challenge of removing its chess moves. I never was good at chess. Okay. Then make a new game. Cards, stickers, I don't know. It's your, it's your reality to create. <laughs> okay. Rainbow unicorn stickers. You're just the best, Andrew. I got to tell you, I did not see the webinar, but if you want, is that available? Yeah, it's still available. You can go to galacticnewsnetwork.com and you can go through the opt-in and sign up and pay through it all through right there. Okay. And then four, not four hours and 33 minutes of incredible material. Okay, good. I'm glad that that went well. All right, Heather, do you have any other questions before I go on to the next caller? No, sir. All right, darling. You have a good day and good luck and the prayers of everyone are with you. Thanks for your help. You can beat this. All right, let's move on to the next caller. Just one second here. We are waiting for the caller to come in. Caller. There we go. So that was an interesting little session I had there. Heather, if, if people know, is a regular on this radio station and uh, an incredible personality, one that's been around for a long, long time. And we wish her the best on the process of her self-healing. So the next one is going to be Tide Dyed Hippie from the chat if he dials in right now. 347-688-2902. Hello. Hello, Hello. are you there? Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear Hello. your name oh. and where you're calling from. Um, I'm Jelaine and I'm calling from New Zealand. New Zealand Janine. So our music Jeline. is going to be popping up in about one minute. So if you hear oh, okay. music, just stay on the line. Sure. So what, what did you want to talk about today? Um, okay. Up, up, up. That's there the music. I knew it was coming. Just hold on and we'll come back to you after the call, after the music. Thank you.
Christian Radio at freedomslips.com. We'll be right back after this message. The original machine had a base plate of pre-famulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fan. The lineup consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marzal veins, so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. The main winding was of the normal lotus o deltoid type placed in panendermic semi-boloid slots of the stator. Every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring on the up end of the gram meters. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio, taking the confusion out of transmutated lunar girdle springs for four years and running. Revolution Radio, the number one listener-supported alternative media radio on the planet. Enjoy your extra big-ass fries. You didn't give me no fries. I got an empty box. Would you like another extra big-ass fries? I said I didn't get any. Thank you. Your account has been charged. Your balance is zero. Please what? come back when you can afford oh, to make no, a purchase. No. I'm sorry you're having come trouble. Come on. I'm My sorry you're starving. Thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio. Here at Revolution Radio, we believe in freedom of ideas, freedom of speech, but above all, we believe in freedom of existence through self-reliance. This station is 100% listener-supported, and as a fundraising promotion, I have a kick-ass free gift for a $100 donation. 35,000 seeds. 25 years in the freezer. Long-term storable, 54 different varieties. So, if food prices go crazy... The shit hits the fan, or you just want to save tons of money every year by creating your own food like I do, grab our seed pack special. Just look for the banner on the homepage at freedomslips.com. Don't be a statistic. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. We need, as humans, to start taking care of ourselves and not depending on the megacorps to provide unhealthy, nasty food. Included in this package is also a DVD with 900 survival and off-grid living documents and the offline home canning how-to-do-everything website all on the DVD. So when you're growing all that food, you know how to can it, store it, preserve it, etc. with all these documents. So thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. I hope that you will pick up this package and start learning to be free. Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, where information never sleeps and freedom is one seed that needs to be planted. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host.
And welcome back, everyone, to the continuation of the show. We are on call with Janine from New Zealand. Are you there? Hi, Andrew. It's Jalene. J-I-L-L-E-N-E. Okay, okay, okay. So, Thank you, Andrew. Ki- you're welcome. What kind of questions do you want to ask today? Um, firstly, I just want to thank you so much for being such an inspiration and amazing. All your work is just amazing. And um, I, didn't, um, I just wanted to say that. Um, my first question is really about eating sushi and Fukushima and radiation issues. Um, over in New Zealand, we, we, you know, we get sushi, it's imported probably from Japan, mostly Japan, and I wonder about the health um, problems that may arise from that. All right, so when it comes to Fukushima and radiation, just so you know, I, I live just outside of Seattle, and I've seen the radiation meters and markings that have been coming in, and they're gradually raising, gradually raising. The fish stock is getting lower. There's been large, large sorts of fish die-offs. There's something else to know, that the ocean has a tremendous ability to recover. So there are issues with fishing going on in the Pacific Ocean that are, that are directly related to Fukushima. I think the most important thing to understand is that when you go to select a fish, if you are one of those people that selects your fish, using your own personal determined skills to determine if this is something that you want to take into your body, even any food that's in front of you at a plate that's served to you, there are some skills that you can learn, such as muscle testing, et cetera, et cetera, that can assist you in the process of determining if you want something like that in your, in your body. Um, some of the more longer-term effects of consuming that are obviously radiation poisoning and all those other things that come with a de- detached health process being exposed to that. I think the most important thing is to understand that Fukushima was an event created for fear so that people would lose their connection to the ocean. You have a very strong connection to the ocean, and giving it your prayers and your love um, are important, but the direct application of the sacred you as a grid worker can go a long way at healing the ocean life of its exposure to Fukushima's fear before it was radiation, because the whole world is still radiating this fear energy, minus the radiation energy, into the fish themselves, who are then absorbing the radiation because we are programming the water around them. Do you understand that? Um, I think so. (laughs) Okay. We, as the beings of fear, are impressing onto the very ocean itself to accept the radiation of fear from Fukushima. So what you can do is grid work, where you get a map of the ocean, a physical map, not a digital map, that's right around the Fukushima area or shows the whole Pacific Ocean. And you put your finger down halfway between Japan and New Zealand or Japan and the United States, and they, this is where I put my consciousness. And my purpose is to remove the radiation from this area so the very sea life that lives in this area under my finger that may be 100 miles square because my finger's fat on a map now has my love and my connection to this planet with the intended desire to remove radiation from a frequency. And that is your individual way that you can begin assisting and healing the earth in dealing with some of the things that you're going with when dealing with food and sushi. Well, um, I, I often refer to sushi as, uh, well, I often refer to the seaweed as sushi. So I don't often eat the actual fish, but what about the seaweed? Same thing. 
any Very any plant any plant or animal life this is where doing grid work will go a long way because once you start doing grid work on the ocean all of the food that's going to be coming to you is going to have your reflection of prayer in it in it so you will be again by going through the process of separation and densities and self intense synchronistically bringing the best food to you so would I do this on a regular basis? Would I do uh, this? Yeah, regular what? basis, once or twice right. a week, where you give yourself about thirty minutes of focused meditation to that one point on the map. I don't know where I'm going to find the time to do all these things, <laughs> um, which is um, kind of my other questions um, about being a very busy mother and trying to do the discipline thing, which um, I find it very hard just to do the everyday 3D, getting kids ready for school and all the other things that come with being a mother, mm -hmm. and then trying to also be uh, energy conscious and, um, you know, spiritually disciplined. Correct. And, and the key yeah. to understanding it's a way of life. It isn't about the individual disciplines or the individual practice. It's how you incorporate it into your life. So you do have the place, space, and time to think of yourself instead of the children and husband first. Yeah, <clears throat> that is the biggest challenge I have at the moment. Right. Making it I a mean, way of life is the big challenge. Yeah. The same yeah. thing with spirituality is you got to make it a way of life so that it does not compete with the three-dimensional life, but is an equal co-creation with it. So being a disciplined person is about knowing when to do it and knowing when I have to pay attention to the kids before I give myself that time. And then knowing the fine line where the kids are being overly demanding and not giving you your time. Okay. It's a sense of when I'm feeling happy that I seem to be able to control those things. Yeah. Right. And the word is control. You can't actually mm. control things. Things happen in their own synchronistic way. So when we think we are in control, we are actually limiting ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what, go ahead. What other kind of questions you want to ask? Oh, okay. Oh, I've got a thousand, but I don't know where to start. Um, can you, from a physical point of view, just um, are you able to tell me anything about my health? Yeah, you've got a lot of stuff going on inside your brain. Your left brain your, and your right brain are at odds with each other, which is creating a heavy form of indecision in you. And this is why you're trying to take control of your life, because there's so much indecision going around you. Um, and this indecision has actually been there long before the children came around. There, there, there hasn't been a time of intense direct focus. And your spiritual contracts you created had a section of life in with you where you were supposed to have an extreme spiritual focus and yet still find the equal balance with the children. So what's going on in your body is quite literally your creative side and your, and your third dimensional side are competing with each other of who's going to have the more experience. And this has created a separation of, of physical processes which has created a lot of nerve ending firings. So I'm seeing a tremendous amount of nerve endings in your lower hips, in your femurs, and in your tailbone directly from the birth of the children that are going to be causing a series of medical issues dealing with your sciatic nerve, your lower back, and eventually your C6, 7, and 8, which are in between just above your shoulder blades and your neck. Mm. Oh, that all makes a lot of sense to me. 
Um, yeah, especially about the indecision stuff. So, so what can uh, I do you, about that? <laughs> you can't be indecided. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm so, guaranteed. <laughs> so are, are you having pain in your neck and your shoulders regularly? Um, I'm not having pain, but I'm having the weirdest sensation of um, almost like somebody's tickling the back of my neck whenever I... All right. What that is actually, is actually your brain is trying to drain uh, fluid into your sciatic nerve areas. And your brain is actually slightly swollen at the muscular level in the back of your neck. Now, this is very common for women who have children because you're taking on all of the pressure of your children and your husband. So the easiest form to release this just tickling energy that's coming out there is having someone do some form of deep tissue massage on the base of your skull and your neck and your shoulder blades so that you can begin to properly drain cranial fluid into your into your spinal column and then understanding that your spinal column is directly related to your tailbone it's like twisting think of a rope and if you keep twisting and twisting and twisting it gets a lot of tension on it so your head as your neck and head have a tremendous amount of tension and your tailbone has a tremendous amount of tension your two ends are twisted so having somebody regularly massage you or if you can have have get like two or three massages in one week, one hour massages, it'll go a long way at relieving some of the pressure so that you can begin to properly exchange cranial, cranial and spinal fluid. And then you're going to have to give yourself time and self-discipline to start doing stretching. Yeah, I know you've got to get the kids going in the morning, but as soon as they're gone and the door closes, you have to be focused that you are going to start doing some form of morning stretching or some form of yoga that can release the muscles around your tailbone, your buttocks, your glutes, and your quads. The thigh, your thighs are holding so much tension from when you were pregnant that there's these big energy cysts that are all around them. And a massage therapist, when they get in there, it'll be like this pulp of energy will come out of your tailbone and they'll pull it out of your buttocks into your quad and then it'll just pop as they pull the energy out. So um, you're thinking I should go to a massager, somebody who does this professionally? Yeah, somebody that's a massage therapist, anybody that can do any form of lymphatic drain on you also. So if deep tissue is too painful, you can do the lymphatic drain Alternatively, if, if you are unable to find someone you're comfortable with massaging, um, you can get those home massage things, I mean, those chairs that you sit oh, on yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but what about but, these handheld things? No, those are not enough. No, okay. those are that's not enough. Okay. You I'm going to have trouble doing things in the morning because um, you know, I'm working as well and getting kids off to school and I know. I'm also involved in the school. Yeah, so and you have to choose. You have to make a choice. What is more important, the kids in the school and being involved in there, or having twenty to thirty minutes every morning to yourself so you can collect yourself and be fully present? So You're going to have to retract some of your responsibilities you forced upon yourself. So would I be better off doing um, this in a in conjunction with some sort of meditation? Um, again, you are barely finding enough time to stretch in the morning. How are you going to meditate yeah. and feel free enough to meditate? I know. <laughs> so I'm again, it's, it's, 
it, you have to understand, you have to delegate authority away from yourself and retract some of these forced responsibilities you've created. You may want to be involved in the school, but you can take three or four months off to get yourself back into order and then go back. Yeah. Parents do that all the time. Yeah. We, um, we put our children into a school that um, requires us to, to in, be involved because it is a, a child uh, lead, you know, learning type school. So I'm, I'm, that's school. fine, but again, yep. as a working mother, you still mm. need to give yourself time, sometimes yep. even before the children, so that you can deal with the children better long term. Yeah, true. So the first step is giving yourself the space to start stretching. And then, you know, three, four weeks in a row where you've done it, you've solidified, you know you like to do it, then that's mm -hmm. your time that you start giving yourself more meditation or you okay. just figure out a way for yourself to go and take a class that does yoga. Yoga is a moving meditation. Qigong is a moving meditation. So it's something that you can use while you're, say, doing the housework and all the children are gone and no one's judging you. Or even if the children's there, so what? Yeah. Okay. You um, are the only one that can gift yourself the time. Yeah. I have to sit down and organize myself. Yeah. Thank you. G gift, um, I mean, literally see it as gifting yourself the time. You've earned okay. it. Okay. Yep. I'll do that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Are there any other kind of questions you want to ask? Um, do you mind if I ask you a little bit about the mantis that you mentioned? Um, you did a short reading for me, and you told me I was mantis. And um, I've been trying to find information about it, and I actually cannot find anything. <laughs> About no, what? no, I should go inside myself and, and find out more through myself. About mentors. Oh, mentors. Yeah, well. Men no, mentors. Mentors? Mentors uh, being? I, I'm, I'm not understanding. Understanding? Can you spell what you're the saying? Mentors. M-A-N-T-I-S. Or mentored. M-A-N-T-I-D. All right. So... Again, this is about going internally like you were just saying. So yeah. connection to these beings, you're really not in a state where you can because so much of you has been invested into the children. Right. So you're, you're, you're not going to find the information because literally your choices are preventing you from, okay. from finding yeah. that information. Yeah. Some of this is going to be self-taught information that gives you the frequency so that you can find it on the Internet. You're in a signature frequency now where some new things come in and are immediately forgotten because of the discipline you've given to yourself about relating to the kids first. So right. on this spiritual process, when you're trying to find more about yourself and the kids come first all the time, you have defeated your self-evolutionary process. Okay. Every mother in the world faces this. This is why delegating the authority away so someone else is responsible or taking some time off so that you can you can go and, and do the inner deeper searching is vitally important for you. Gosh. Okay. Well, so, um, go ahead. Um, well, since I have invested so much in, of my time into my children, um, is there anything you can see about my children that um, I need to be aware of? Um. Nothing negative is there at this point in time. 
the the few small things that I I, I see that were trouble have a, have resolved themselves for now. I, I really think that this is the window of opportunity for you to look at yourself and to not choose to look at your kids first and ignoring your own self-responsibilities. Right. Okay. I mean, you're at a stage where you're going to have some really, really cool things happen to you. And if your kids are more important than your spiritual evolution because of, uh, because of their needs and desires in the moment, then ultimately you're not going to have those experiences fully. It's all going to be invested into the children. And it's just about you finding the way to delegate time to yourself so the children aren't ignored but still thriving. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll concentrate on this. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you very much for all your Oh, you're advice. welcome. I got, I got something to ask you. Are you afraid of swimming? Um, I don't like swimming. <laughs> When I'm in the water, I'm fine, but I avoid getting in the water in the first place. So do you by any chance have an indoor swimming pool anywhere near you, like a public swimming pool? Oh, we have one of those raised swimming pools outside my house, you know, right outside my house. How, how often do you, how often do you use it? Never. Never. <laughs> you need to start using your swimming pool. Okay. This is where you're going to get your stretching time. You need to see that swimming pool as your sacred connection to the waters of life. Okay. Okay. And I say this to you because as someone that sees all of these things, just, just like when I was telling the person before about being raw vegan and needing protein and all of a sudden her having the revelation of, oh, my God, you with water... You cannot ignore the water anymore. There's some built-in fear you have from another lifetime about water. You need to overcome that fear by having joyous, fun times in the water of self-discipline, self-healing, and self-nurturing. It's going to change the every aspect of your life. Mm. Well, I've always tried to make sure that we lived as far away from the sea as possible. <laughs> so every home we've lived in, has, I've measured how, how far the sea is. Right. Yeah. See the irony, of, the irony of living far away, you need water. You need to start right. incorporating yourself into water. Yeah. I'd even tell you when you're done with this call, strip off your clothes and go jump in the damn pool just to make a point to yourself. Right. Not yeah. about, you know, having a nice bath not enough? No, no, it's not <laughs> okay. enough anymore. It's, it's like scratching at the surface. Okay. okay. Right, I'll get into water. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, should I be living near the water? Because no, I've always no, avoided you just, it. You just need to make it part of your, your, your life path, your life walk, that you're going to be getting into the water as your individual healing time, and the kids can't come into the water when you're in there. It's your frequency okay. place. It's your place to let down and to float on the water and to look up at the sky and to let the water relax your body and stress. You need okay. to feel the openness. So the bathtub just isn't enough anymore. Right. It's Thank like you. giving a drop of water to a person that's been in the desert for days. Not enough. Okay. okay. I'll give that a go. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you I got another. I got another question for you. Sure. What is it? What is it that you do for a job? Um, what my actual job at the moment is to help my husband, who's a, a painter, decorator. Okay. And I basically just run around 
um, as a general dog's body. But my job before the children came around was I'm an illustrator, and I was doing it mostly for the advertising industry. Um, and then I became an artist, and then I, I had children, and that all fell away. That all fell away. I'm, I'm going to tell you now, you need to get back into that illustrating. Um, you, your husband obviously needs you in that position, but at, yeah. as an individual being, the illustrating skills inside you need to start coming out again. And this is another reason why you're finding it so tough to delve into spirituality when you've left the illustrating world where you were pretty good at it and you felt good yeah. about it. And then you became a mother. You have to reincorporate that too. So the illustrator becomes part of your spiritual process so that when you begin to have mystical experiences, you will look inside your mind and figure out how could I illustrate that so the whole world can see. Wow. Yeah. It's a special skill. <laughs> it's a special yeah. skill. Yeah. And it's very rare in this world, and it needs to be nurtured in you. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we're working on that. We just financially have to do things this way at the moment, but we're working on that. Well, the beauty about the modern world, illustrators can work from home. Yes. Okay? Worldwide, yeah. you could have a job. It's just a matter of you putting the time, effort, and focus to return to that process, to put your, your, your little you know, thing together that's got all your little artwork and your different illustrations, the different yeah. jobs that you've done, and to begin yeah. to market yourself in that frequency of job, even if it's just temporary logo work. Yeah. I'm going to do that, yeah. Okay. I've, been, I've been thinking of putting your website together and getting my art out there again. So I got one other question for you, and this may seem a little bit out of right field. Was there a time in your life that you got really, really drunk and it scared you? Um, yes, I don't drink anymore. Um, when I was a teenager, uh, we did the usual experiencing alcohol, and um, I, I had a few times of being really drunk, and, you know, I hate it. I absolutely well, hate that. Um, I, I know. Right. It, well, right now, some of those drunk energies are still suspended as fear in your frequency. Oh, okay. Like, there's a part of you that's afraid you'll become a drunk and disappoint your children. There's another part of you that's still that, you know, little drunk girl that's totally out of control. And I think it's very, very important that you begin to look at letting some of those specific drunk energies go. You know, there, there's only a handful of ways to do that. And one that I might recommend is that you brew your own alcohol that is never intended to be drunk, but intended okay. to be used as a spiritual purpose. You can get beer kits for your stove counter for $30, $40 online, uh, making yeah. wine or something else. I think that should become part of you so that you can go through the alchemical process of creating a frequency of alcohol that's going to be intended for you to let go of the frequency of alcohol that's in you so that it can be transformed in your life. Right. Okay. I'm also afraid of my husband drinking, so um, I'm pretty... <laughs> he likes to have a few drinks, and I'm pretty hard on him about drinking. And well, you live in I New Zealand. Brewing. If I, I start know. brewing, I don't I want know. him to drink it. <laughs> Maybe that will cut the amount that he drinks down. Yeah. Okay? Because it's got your frequency in it. It's got your healing in it. It's got your mother energy in it. 
you know, you could sneak some prayers in there that this this beer that I've made that my husband may drink, may it heal him, may it truly relax him, may it put him to sleep, and he have two, three beers less each month. Okay. Okay? It can yeah. be a healing thing for you. Right. Okay. You just have to give it the time, effort, and energy to transform it around you. That's an interesting one. I'll give this one a go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. So any last questions? We got about one um, No, I don't. Um, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try and mull all this into my new way of thinking. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for all the work you've done. Thank you so much. You have a really good day. You too. Bye-bye. So, everyone, this is going to end our show on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. I want to remind everyone, Revolution Radio is a listener-supported station, zero corporate entities, zero corporate concepts. Each and every month, they have a goal to raise $2,650 to support the station. That's everything that the station needs to run. So please stop on by that site support button and assist this non-corporate entity of continuing to bring forth all of the different versions of truth. Thanks a lot, everyone. And next week on Revolution Radio at Studio A, we'll be continuing our call-in show. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye-bye. The machine had a base plate of prefamulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fan. The lineup consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marzal veins, so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. The main winding was of the normal lotus o deltoid type placed in panendermic semi-boloid slots of the stator. Every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring on the up end of the gram meters. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio, taking the confusion out of transmutated lunar girdle springs for four years and running. Revolution Radio, the number one listener-supported alternative media radio on the planet. Join us here on Revolution Radio, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Studio B. For a politician, patriot, social savant, businessman, former investment banker, and Veterans Today columnist, Mike Harris. Listen to Mike as he exposes the corruption, sedition, and terrorism within our own government. He knows our system is flawed and that obstruction of justice is all too commonplace. His show, Short End of the Stick, pokes at this corruption with eloquent style. 
That's Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Studio B for the short end of the stick with the man who should have been elected governor of Arizona, Mike Harris. That's right here on Revolution Radio.